Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to this podcast episode, 13 Ways to Grow Your Business off social media with no paid advertising. Now, the reason I am creating this podcast episode is because I have a lot of people say to me things like, I just don't want to have to use social media for my, for my business. I just don't want to have to be on social media. And I've had one-to-one clients say that to me as well, say, I just want to grow my business without having to rely on social media. And I have had clients successfully find ways to grow their businesses, not using social media. And there's actually been many marketing channels that I've used throughout the time of my business that have not involved social media and that have usually worked a lot better for me than social media, specifically to grow my business. I find social media works really well to nurture my audience, but I don't actually have it as the primary way that I grow my audience, even for me. So in this episode, I'm just going to go through 13 different ways that you can grow your business without using social media. Now you might not resonate with all of these. These might not all feel like they play into your genius or that there's something you want to do, but what I'm hoping to do or what I'm intending to do through this podcast is actually two things. One is to give you some ideas of some things that you can implement in your marketing that will be effective in your marketing that are, you know, don't include social media or paid advertising. And the other thing I want to do is actually show you through this how many ways you can actually grow your business without social media to really break that myth, break that common belief that in order to grow your business, you must be on social media or it must be through social media. Social media is the only way, right? So social media is a powerful tool. Like it is a really powerful tool for generating awareness and having a presence and showing social proof about your business or product, but it's not the only way. And, you know, even if you employ some of these other strategies, you might still have a social media presence, but it doesn't have to be the only way that you're growing your business or even the main way that you actually grow your business. The other thing that I just want to, you know, I want us all to be aware of going into this is that sometimes we have blocks around social media that are not because of social media itself, but because of our egoic relationship to it and to um, being seen, to um, belonging, all of those kinds of things. And so sometimes that's playing into our relationship with social media and 
you want to look at that as well. You want to address that as well, but you can make it easier for yourself just by actually refocusing off social media, getting some other channels flowing for you. And then this is what I've found with people that I've worked with and for myself as well, is that then you find that just doing social media can become a natural progression when you're not actually placing all this emphasis and feeling like it's your only option on social media. So I didn't actually say that in a super concise way, but I, uh, I'm sure the message got across. All right. So let's dive in to these 13 ways, 13 guys. This is only, like, I literally came up with this in like five minutes and this is only 13 ways. There is lots of ways that you can grow your business. Um, and so, as I said, a lot of these I've done or I've had clients do, um, or I know people personally that have used them. As I go through them, tune into what feels like it could be a click for you. As I said, to begin with, not all of them are going to be a click for you. All right. So number one, the first thing that is actually a really awesome thing to do is to run classes or workshops. These could be in person or um, online. And then you might be saying to me, but how am I going to promote these classes and workshops? Doesn't that have to be on social media? Well, it doesn't. So if it's in person, you could run workshops for an event space or for an organization that have a community that get facilitators in to run workshops, in which case they're marketing all of it. Online, you might find a similar thing, um, or you could even just use something like Eventbrite. So this is something that one of my clients has done very successfully is run regular free classes, monthly classes. And um, this client has used Eventbrite, but there are, you know, there's lots of options and you fill it via the way that people can find and search for events on that platform. Um, the, there could be extra ways that you encourage people to share about it, or you could it could be like a regular workshop or class that you put out to your existing audience, and then you encourage people to bring a friend, and then that can be how you expand your audience and your business growth. There's just so many ways that you could do this without using social media to expand and grow your business because you're expanding the people that you're reaching with that class or workshop and that you then offer the next thing that you have available in your business to the people at that class. It's, it's a really great way to go about it. I got my business started running workshops. I did run my first workshops um, in person myself and I did promote them on Facebook, but then I ran workshops for an organization who got the people there. I, um, I then ran workshops for two other organizations that got the people there. I didn't market it and promote it. So there's lots of different ways that you can do it. Run classes, either in person or online, and you can fill it in all sorts of ways without using social media. That's actually a really great strategy. Number two is to speak to other people's communities. So run a class or do a 30-minute info talk to other people's communities. So this could be in um, at networking events, meetups, in other people's memberships. So this is a way that you get in front of somebody else's audience that they've already got 
going on that are your ideal audience for your business and you can showcase your expertise, build rapport and connection with the people that come along and then make an offer for how they're going to come into your business and your offerings, whether that's uh, an you know, it'll, it'll be to some intro level offering that you have. So if you've got some free thing that you offer people, or you've got some kind of intro offer, that's a way for someone to get started in your business, then that's what you would offer. And that's how you could use, you could leverage speaking to other people's communities to grow to grow your business. And this is something that I have used a lot and has been a really great one for me. I would highly recommend it. Um, speaking to other people's communities. Number three is actually, I guess, a subset of number two or, you know, a sub point of number two, but it's being a guest on podcasts. So this is actually kind of the same as speaking to other people's communities, but it's just a specific version of that because when you speak on someone else's podcast, you're interviewed on someone else's podcast usually, or though you might actually just create a full guest podcast that you record yourself that goes on someone else's podcast, you are getting in front of someone else's community. You're talking to someone else's community. And then again, you will have an intro offer that you will direct people to at the end that will actually point people into your business. And that's also a really great way to grow your business. Number four is to ask for referrals from customers and clients. And you can even set up some kind of reward system for your customers and clients to refer you, your products and services to their, you know, their friends, their family, their networks. So this, you can just get completely creative with. So many people don't ask for referrals. And in some, you know, in some cases it might not feel exactly appropriate because someone might be seeing you for something really personal or really specific that oftentimes their friends, families, networks might not actually be looking for something like that. But then there's there's a lot of cases that this does apply. You know, most service-based businesses should be asking for referrals. Most product-based businesses should be asking for referrals. And I would suggest having a structured way that you do this. So maybe at the end of working with someone, like you literally have a task in your, you know, completing or offboarding process. Um, or if you've just sold a product, you have something that, you know, is follows someone up in a certain amount of time or straight after they've bought the product that prompts them or asks them to refer your business to other people in their life that they think could use it or would benefit from your products and services. So have it actually built into your process. Don't let it just have be like some random ad, ad hoc thing. If you're actually going to use this as a way to grow your business, you need to have it structured into your business. And then you could take it a step further by setting up a reward system. Maybe there's a commission that people get for referring a friend to your business. Maybe they get a coupon code to refer, um, to give to their friends and maybe they get a coupon, you know, or a X number of dollars off their next purchase. If someone buys through that reward system. It, it completely depends on what would work for your business and the tech setup you've got. But if you, you know, if you are selling product-based business, um, selling products online, a lot of 
e-commerce will have an easy structure for that. Or if you're selling bigger packages and less of them, that's where you might have, um, you know, more of a commission based thing. So asking for referrals and, you know, if this is going to be part of your business strategy, you actually really want to have this structured into your business, not a random ad ad hoc, you know, when you think of it. Number five is networking. This is such a great way to grow your business. And I see some people really work this and really grow their entire business from networking. This isn't so much my kind of natural strength, but, you know, for a lot of people, it works really well. And, you know, just some, just some basic networking can go really far. I would, I, I would actually really highly recommend that everyone is doing some level of networking to grow their business. So networking could look like going to in-person events where your ideal client would be. You can be networking in the courses that you're in. You just make sure that you're connecting with people and talking to people in the course and sharing and giving and giving value. Um, you know, it's not, networking's not about going out and trying to pitch your offer to everyone. It's just connecting with people and having people know what you do and what you offer, that it's available because, you know, it might be them that's interested. It might be someone that they know that's interested or someone asks them in two months time, or do you know someone that does this? And they think about you and they refer you. So networking is really just about making genuine connections with people, being open and having people clearly know what you do and how you can help people. So as I said, in person, in courses, could be going to meetups um, or memberships that you're in. If you're in, you know, any type of membership, you can just be, you know, be be in there, be meeting people, um, reach out to people to catch up when it feels relevant or, you know, or when you just, someone catches your attention, just talk to people and connect with people. Number six is to actually join a referral group in your industry. So this is not something that I've done, but it's something that a friend of mine um, has done and use, you know, she did it for a long time and she told me that's completely how she got her business going. Um, or you could create a referral group. So, so basically a referral group is like, it's a group that you are a part of that you meet up with regularly. Usually I'm sure there's ones that are structured differently, but where there's not, you know, many of you or any of you that do the same thing, maybe sometimes, maybe not more than two of you or, or maybe only one and that you guys all refer each other to the people that you work with. So it works best if, you know, if you've got complementary, I guess, products and services so that it, it really makes sense for you to, for the other people to be referring you to their clients and vice versa. So some people entirely build their businesses off this and, um, you know, this is something that you could search. Are there any of these in my area or you could create one? Can you think of actually some businesses that would be complementary to yours or, you know, that you might already know some people that would be super complementary to you that you guys can actually have an agreement. Let's refer each other and maybe you create an incentive around that. Like you give a percentage. Actually, I just realized another friend of mine was just telling me recently that they have this set up relationship with, um, with a few other people in their industry where they 
give each other a commission for referring each other, you know, to each other's clients. So, so you could set up something even like that easily, perhaps already with people or businesses that you already know. So that's creating a referral group in your industry rather than asking customers and clients for referrals. So that's another avenue that you could completely build your business out on. Number seven is to put flyers in businesses or at at events where your ideal clients or customers go and not just a business card, not just like a business card with your details. Okay. That's, that's step one. You could do that if that's all that you have time and energy for. But what's going to be so much more effective is if you actually have a little flyer or a little postcard that gives someone something specific, like that gives them a reason to connect with you. And that's going to be something that you offer as like an intro offer. Right. So that's, as I mentioned, that's what you're going to offer people when you're speaking to their communities or you're running classes. You want to have some kind of compelling intro offer. So it could be that you've got a flyer around a freebie that you offer or some paid intro level offering that you have. Um, or, you know, if you've got a product like some, some, uh, like 10% off their first purchase or something like that. Something that gives someone a reason to actually go and take action on the information because they're seeing, because by taking action, they're going to get, you know, one of their, you know, problems solved or their their next immediate problem or, you know, it's going to support a desire in some way, but there's actually a reason to contact you. Um, And so you put put these out literally in physical businesses or post the flyers up at events um, or in spaces where you know that your ideal customer or client goes. So don't, don't discount this. I, um, one year when I went to Rainbow Serpent Festival, which is a, a big festival uh, here in Australia, I put up flyers all all over the festival in the toilets for my upcoming triple money breakthrough challenge that I was running the next week to lead into my Wealthworthy Journey course. And I remember, I think it was in the feedback form, I had someone say that that's how they found me was through the the flyers that I put up at Rainbow Serpent. So don't underestimate that, um, you know, and you can think outside the box a little bit. Where where are my people hanging out and how? where can I get in front of them? Number eight is to guest expert on someone's newsletter or to their email list. So rather than running a class, you know, for someone's community, you might come across someone or you might know someone that has an email list that, you know, has a relationship with their audience via email that you could offer something valuable. You could teach something, you could show something, um, to their email list. So you're like, you're being a guest expert, um, via email to their audience. So I've actually done this. Uh, I've just done this once before. It's never been something that I have pursued further than that, but I, I sent a series. There was, um, a business that I collaborated with and I sent a series of three or four emails that went out probably over either three or four fortnights or three or four months um, about different topics around money. And then again, you want to have this linked to an intro offer that you are then directing people to so that they have a reason to come over into your audience. 
So a clear call to action for people um, that are reading this content where you're being a guest expert. Number nine is to write articles for publications. So rather than trying to or pursuing getting guest expert positions and to um, share information with other people's email lists, this is, you know, doing something like Elephant Journal, Mind Body Green, following up publications where you can submit an article, have your article published and have your details at the end of that article. And ideally, like through the article, you can be mentioning things that would be compelling for someone to go and want more from you, you know, perhaps mentioning things around your intro offer or linking your intro offer so that someone reading that article, again, you're getting in front of someone else's existing audience rather than needing your own social media audience to be in front of. You're getting in front of that audience. You're displaying your expertise or some value, you're building some rapport, and then you're giving them a reason to connect with you further off of that or uh, once they finish reading that. Number 10 is your own email marketing. So you could actually use your own email marketing to grow your business rather than just nurture people who are already in your audience by sending them emails. So you could just just get creative with this. You could incentivize people who are on your existing email list to share it with their friends. Maybe, you know, you've got um you've got some free thing people can get um, when they get onto your email list. So there's a way, maybe you could incentivize whoever's already on your email list to share that free things with their friends. Maybe they get a discount code. Maybe they get um, a, uh, you know, a free training um, or they get something else, like some, some kind of incentive, or you can just ask without even giving them an incentive. You can just say, Hey, I'm growing my business. It would really help me if you knew someone who would benefit from this or who would also like to receive these regular tips and information. Can you share this with them? Um, or for anyone that shares um, this with a friend over the next month, you know, I'll be offering X, Y, Z. So that could be one way that you incentivize people to invite their friends invite their friends into your audience. And then from there, you would have a way that you are nurturing and and making offers. So this one's only going to work if you actually do email marketing and if you make offers to your email list. Number 10 is to use Pinterest. So Pinterest, I am always told by Pinterest experts, Pinterest is not a social media platform. Pinterest is a search engine. So I, and I've come across quite a few people now that use Pinterest actually to get most of their traffic to grow their audience. So you put up your pins and you create different boards and you link it to things and Pinterest works like a search engine. So people search things in the top bar and that's how they find you. And that's how they find your pins and your pins might be covers of, um, you know, graphics that five ways to do X, Y, Z that lead to your blog posts or your podcasts or even your Instagram posts. I know people that use Pinterest to actually direct people to their Instagram. So they find their Instagram posts. 
Now, since we're talking about building your business off social media, you might not do it to Instagram posts, but you can create pins that then drive traffic to your website. So someone search some searches something keyword related to your business in the search bar of Pinterest, they find your pin, you've got a, a catchy graphic, and then it directs them to your website or to a blog you've written on your website. So that can be a really great way um, a really great way to get traffic, but it's not going to be an immediate thing. You know, it's, it's like SEO. It's going to be a, you know, a slow burn, something that you build that will pay off more and more over time. Number 12 is to use SEO. So this is your search engine optimization for Google and that is optimizing pages on your website with SEO so that you show up high on searches for your keywords. I have a friend who she's done a couple of things to book out her business, but one of the really big things that helped her uh, was SEO. Like she optimized an SEO page um, or I mean her, her whole website, but specifically um, one of the pages on her website as well, that just drove traffic to her website for people to book in and have sessions with her and inquire to have sessions with her. And actually very big, you know, she, she's booked out now weeks in advance um, and a very big portion of that came from SEO. So that's, you know, you're not having to do social media for that. And one thing that you can, you know, one part of that SEO strategy could be publishing blog posts. So regularly, pub, or it doesn't even have to be regular, but obviously it's more ideal to be regular that you publish blog posts that are, you know, even just a bit SEO optimized. Like this, this, per, this friend of mine who has really made this work for her, is not the kind of person that, you know, gets really hung up on details and tries to do everything perfectly. She would just have a few core things that she does and do it. So publishing blogs and using SEO. Actually, I know multiple people who have really made this work for them and, you know, gotten on the first page of Google for their um, and that are not necessarily marketing people like this friend I'm referring to is not. A marketing person at all, um, that, you know, have, that's been then been their main traffic source and how they've consistently got clients. But that one, again, you know, that, that takes time, that takes tweaking, but that is another option of how you can grow your business without being on social media or consistently using social media to grow your business. And then the final one, number 13, that way that you can grow your business off social media is to have a podcast. Do you know what I'm also going to include in this? It's a little bit different to having a podcast, but is a YouTube channel. And you might say to me, YouTube is social media, but really what both YouTube and a podcast are, um, are long form platforms content, um, platform, a platform where you can have long form content. So not just short written posts, like on social media and that people can find you on that platform. So YouTube is, is different in that it is a search engine really. So people can search the keywords to find your videos. I actually originally started a YouTube video, um, YouTube video. I, I started 
a YouTube channel and I was going to pursue YouTube. Trying to think how long ago, I guess about two and a half years ago, I decided I was going to create YouTube videos and do YouTube. And uh, and at the time it was a choice between YouTube and podcast. So I could have long form content. And I actually went with YouTube because of its searchability, because someone can put in the keywords search and find your videos. So to me, it felt like that's actually better for, you know, people being able to find me in a marketing sense. So that was purely at the time what I based my decision on. And I made YouTube videos for a few months. (laughs) I don't think any longer than a few months. And then I stopped because I found it so much work. And and I also was, you know, I was operating under an assumption or a concept, a belief that I must make short videos um, in order for people to watch them and for them to be intention grabbing because everyone's, you know, attention spans are really short. So, Oh, what I'm, what I hope you already see before I say this about that de- whole decision was that it was purely based on what I believed I needed to do in order to get the end result I want, aka it was based on my beliefs, not on my genius and what I love and, you know, what... <sighs> I was going to say what I'm good at, but it's not even about what I'm good at. It wasn't based on my genius. It was based on beliefs. And essentially, you're not going to get far with things that are based on your beliefs. Like you, the things that are going to really work for you and engage your natural ability and engage magic and, um, you know, get, have, have universal forces on your side is, is operating from your genius and, and, choosing strategies, of course, like still use strategies, but from your genius. And then I guess it was a year after that. Oh, so maybe it was three and a half years ago. Yes. Must've been three and a half years ago. I decided to do YouTube and I did it for a few months. That's right. And then, uh, I think about a year after that, then I had the idea for my podcast drop in and I decided to do my podcast I've been doing that consistently for over a year now. I love the podcast Um, and a podcast. People can still find you on a podcast, right? So you can still drive traffic or, you know, and grow your audience and your business via a podcast, even though it doesn't have exactly the same searchability as a YouTube channel. Of course, people can still search for podcasts and find you by searching. You could also, if you wanted to um, really incorporate it in your strategy of your episodes, like maybe you have a really strong call to action at the end of every episode to share this um, on social media or to share it with one friend, or you could even incentivize people sharing it on social media or sharing it with a friend so that that you grow your podcast without having to rely on social media to actually market it. You know, you can essentially be working some kind of referral thing in there um, to grow your podcast and grow your audience. So they are 13 ways, just 13 ways that you can grow your business off social media without 
paid advertising. So I hope you can see from this just how many ways there are and you can be really successful at any of these things. So if any of these things in particular speak to you or stand out for you, I really encourage you to take them on board. Even if you want to continue using social media, I think it's really helpful to also incorporate other strategies that actually help it Uh, help you expand your audience um, because it's not always easy with social media to continually grow your audience. It's a really awesome place to nurture your audience and some platforms are better than others for actually growing it. You know, and some people um, have more, more of a natural ability for how they grow their audience on social media and there's no need to compare yourself or think, think people are better than work better or worse or different ways of going about it or better or worse or this person's so lucky because it's so easy for them or their content's so viral or of course their content goes viral because look at this quality or aspect about them. No, 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 no. No more thinking like that. That's a load of shit. You just need to tap into your natural ability and your genius. Stop caring, comparing yourself to other people, thinking other people have it easier, thinking it's, you know, other people have it better. For some reason, you just need to find your way, tap into your genius, your natural ability. And I hope this podcast has given you uh, a sense of how many different ways there are to do things and how within each of those different ways you can be absolutely creative. And there's so many, you know, different ways you could take each of them on to harness them in your business. And that's what I would encourage you to do. And I would encourage you really to focus on just, you know, one to begin with that really stands out to you as, yes, I could try that. That would be an awesome thing for me to do in my business and really give my attention to what doesn't work is trying to do everything and trying to do everything at once. And then generally you lose your focus or you get overwhelmed or you forget that you were even doing it, right? So, using focus and using discernment um, and using intuition on what you go for and not just not just doing what you think you need to do um, in order to get the outcome you want because then you you are literally operating from your beliefs, what you think you must do uh, rather than true potential and magic. All right. That is all I wanted to share with you in this podcast episode. I hope that it has been helpful. If it has, I would love for you to share this with a friend or a couple of friends that you know get frustrated with social media and would love some ideas of how they can grow their business off social media. Maybe you can even be accountability buddies for each other after you listen to, they listen to the episode as well and choose a way that they're going to focus on that is off social media. And with that, I am going to love you and leave you and I will see you in the next episode.